you're listening to The Hired Swords, a D&D podcast about Dyson stuff. Everybody clap in three, two, one. I clapped really fast. Wow. So fast. Very impressed with the speed in which you clapped. I can also (laughs) clap very slow. Watch. (laughs) That's just called holding your own hand. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all ready? Hang on, I'm a little hot here. There, am I less hot now? Nope. What? Not as long as you're wearing that sexy blue sweatshirt. Am I too hot still? I'm not peeking. Oh, I'll be fine. Gosh. I'm not peeking for anything. We're, we're totally, we totally got this. It's fine. I think it's going to be... Gonna I think kill? it's going to be a really good show. Oh. Okay. Hey, all you folks out there. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of The Hired Swords. My name's Michael. I've been your Dungeon Master since 19-2020. And uh, with me, I've got Derek. He's Davin. I've been with you since 1983 because I'm ah. Hey, that's when I was born. Mikey's here. Also, he's Joxer. Dungeon guy. Hey. I appreciate it. 1986 here. Okay, okay. Ash is here. Hi. He plays Gwendolyn. Year of 92, baby. He was born in the 90s. How sad for you. Just a baby. Just a baby. The baby of the group. What about you, Blaze? 1867 represent. 1867. He was born during the Civil War. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. He, I thought he said boy. Agent 67. Now I really which need to make cool. sure. Oh. I thought he said 1867. That, 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 Agent 67. Okay. <laughs> reporting. Anyway, that's actually two years after the Civil War ended. My apologies. Okay, so. All right. The resident I, historian has wow. failed us all. I, I felt really this bad. Guy. I felt really wrong when I said that. And then I was like, I'm wrong. That's not right. That's not correct. And I had to double check <laughs> myself. And I want to admit that I was incorrect. So that's an also instant level for us, guys. All right. Inspiration. My, whoop, whoop. Yes, you all have inspiration. Not in the game. You're just inspired oh. by me. Okay. So when we last left off in the last episode, by the way, I don't think we said that Kriggs Galder slash Sofran Imbrogue, that's who Blaze plays. Yeah, I get around. I got multiple names. He's got all the names. Mushroom Daddy's one of them. What's another one? Can we think of another one? Uh, Loser. Dude the Big Hammer. Yeah, late for dinner. <laughs> That's my nickname in high school. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we're going to... Uh, let's recap the last episode now that we're probably a solid two minutes into it. In the last episode, you... You heard us going through the... the dark forest that is... The untouched lands, and as the the party, these hired swords, traveled through, they made them made their way into this dark fog that we've had so much experience with lately. This dark fog kind of started to mess with their heads and their minds, causing some of them to freeze up and be paralyzed, causing some of them to struggle with concentration and focusing, and causing one the the NPC companion that was with them with them, the name of Carmen Stone. He ended up darting, running away out of fear from this unfortunate consequences of this dark mist that had hold of them. And after a pretty ingenious idea of riding away on a mount while some of these party members were inside the brew hole of Joxer, they darted through and made their way out of the 
dark mist finally settling in and continuing after some rest to finally make make it to this gemstone village that they had heard about at the previous village where they had grown spice and things like that to seemingly distribute amongst some of the villages. So using a map of the villages, of, five, of uh, six different villages, and their kind of desire to see what these gemstones might be all about, this is where they decided to go. We ended the last episode with them walking up to this huge pit in the ground with buildings kind of silhouette across uh, on the other side of this pit. And that's about what they can see from this, this vantage point as the trees kind of break around this seeming small village with surrounding this huge pit in the middle of the ground. What are you guys going to do? So are we, are we coming from the South on this map or the North? Sorry. The south. Okay. So we, we see the big pit first. Yes, you do. I fall into the pit. Okay. Make a... No, just kidding. No. Um, Whoopsies. You're going to love me for this, but as a dwarf, do I have any knowledge of the stone around me? Make a knowledge of stone check. A hardness check? <laughs> Let's see here. You fall into the pit? That got me. <laughs> uh, I rolled a 13, but what is it? What do I add to that? Like what? Yeah. Uh, roll with advantage and just add your intelligence to it. We all fall Or wisdom, whichever is better. Uh, neither are particularly great. I'll do wisdom. So we'll say 14. That was with advantage? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. So this, this, is, a, this is a... Uh, stone that is softer than most stone that you are used to. It's not like the stone mountain where, I mean, it takes days of work to carve into, you know, carve these tunnels into even the best miners, the best dwarven workers would, would work for days to create a nice tunnel. But it seems like this is a softer stone, clay-based stone. It is hardened. It's not like moldable or any, by any means, but it is seems to be kind of simpler you've really never never experienced anything like it in in the natural where you where you've been uh but but you've definitely experienced like it feels like almost like ceramics but definitely not you know formed it's literally just the ground here and it's just this area it just seems like this area has this in where you kind of came from and, and around you, the trees, while they're much smaller, like I think we said on the last episode, they're much smaller, like maybe this clay stone, there's a layer underneath the soil somewhere. This is a place where the soil has completely given way to just the clay. And it looks like perhaps this may have been like the top of this hill that has been now dug down into with this pit. And, but yeah, this, like I said, this clay is, is uh, unique to you, something kind of different than what you've experienced in the past. This is some unique stone. <laughs> you got this. Definitely proper energy. <laughs> that is rock. Look like. <laughs> Good like rock. This stone. stone not seen stone before. Stone hard but soft stone like clay ceramic stone. <laughs> Methinks this ground is dirt. Oh. <laughs> I dig stone, but not stone this before. This stone, not my stone. My stone, you stone. Why are oh, we all for more words stone? Do trick. 
<laughs> Thank. When me stone president, they see. <laughs> they see. I know, but Gwendolyn doesn't know. Um, we're out of Joxer's hole, right? And we've been yes. Okay, great. Cool. I I thought she should know from the master. Um, so I think can we not call him the master? <laughs> He's the dungeon Sorry. guy, bro. My bad. Very the dungeon Who. guy. Um, that was weird that I just said master and not DM. Sorry. <laughs> uh, um. Glendon's probably going to walk around while Kriggs is looking at Stone and saying, Stone look weird. And I'm going to turn into a giant owl. And I'm going to surveillance around. Oh, stone look weird. Oh, oh, bird. <laughs> Burb. Uh, that's, a, that's a giant owl. Did it need to be giant? Was that a thing? <laughs> yeah, that was the character thing, yeah. <laughs> so this big owl leaps up into the sky and starts to flap its wings flying around. And as it does, it gets about 20 feet in the air and this blackness above it starts to swirl down like the, the flapping of the wings is causing this mist and fog to kind of swarm down underneath there, like current of air. Not like it's reaching for her, but just the natural. It's just, she's getting close enough, I guess. So are you trying to fly between between there or? Uh. Kinda. I want to stay in a safe zone because I don't want to go too high because um, Gwendolyn's owl is going to be kind of like a beacon so she's going to be, she's going to have some white on her and she's going to try to circle around these houses in the area that she can see Okay, make a perception check Dark vision that this owl should have Yes And, and probably, probably advantage on the rolls for any kind of wisdom check. Does she get oh advantage gosh. on hooting? Yeah, and hooting's a free action act. Hoot, hoot. Boop, boop. That, that was quite um. the hoot. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like a giant owl would be a little bit more hooty. Hoot, hoot. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting on this big old, this big old <laughs> hoot. How many hoots does it take? Did you say perception? I did. Okay. Uh, I get plus five for that. And so 21, 16 plus five. Oh, yeah. I rolled a 15 oh. and a 16. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you look down. This is definitely another abandoned village. You definitely see that the corruption that was that is kind of on the soil and stuff, is it's thinner here. There's not as much of it. And it just seems like maybe it didn't have as much to hold on to, grab on to. But you definitely see that this these buildings are all this same kind of clay. You see six real like clay buildings with these clay tile roofs, and you see uh, uh, just above the, the in this okay, what this is, this pit is a hole in front of all these buildings, and you see that it has been it has been carved down in a not perfect by any means, but a kind of spiral downward as it's been carved to where it's like a ramp ramping down along the outside edge all the way around swirling down into this into this crevasse in the ground so to speak down into the darkness beyond where you can see and then it it looks like the these these buildings are built on the top couple levels of where this has been carved down until finally you get to the top ground level that you 
have been walking on all this time. And that ground level has a couple of buildings, a couple of statues that look like elven, elven people from the distance you're at. And it also has uh, several kind of worn and dilapidated stone, or not stone, but um, it looked like fa- fabric, some sort of fabric tents, like living spaces. And that's, that's what you see from up here, as well as this big crane-looking thing that kind of hangs over the edge of this, this hole in the ground and has a big bucket-type thing dangling from it. Um, Gwendolyn's probably going to, as she flies around and notices all this, she's probably going to go on one of the statues, probably the one that has a top hat, and she's going to... <laughs> the top hat it, that you drew on it? It's not yeah, canon? Yeah, I, I drew a top <laughs> hat. It's canon now. Um, <laughs> it's a neon green. Uh, it's a statue that's closest to one of the buildings, and I'm going to, to sit Cyan. on it. <laughs> Cyan. Cyan. Cerulean blue. And she's just gonna. You say you're landing on the, the statue. Yeah, I'm just gonna sit there and keep guard. Okay, you sit on that statue, and as you approach it, you get closer. You can see both of those are statues, like like I said, of elves. One of them is holding it, both hands in front of them, holding a pickaxe, and the other one it has a, a. It looks like it's holding a large bag that is that looks like it's bulging full of some sort of. Thing. It's not a bag. It's a clay statue carved image of a bag. So I'm not saying like go see what's in that bag, but you know what I mean. And uh so yeah, that's what you see as you get to those those statues. But can you see what's in that bag? Looks pretty hefty. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like there's some not real carved out gemstone looking things in the bag, but they're carved from clay. Are so the painted? statue isn't real. <laughs> so the statue is not an enemy. Yeah. As long as you keep calling me master, the statue is <laughs> not going to be an enemy. I did that. <laughs> Thank so you, I'm master. Gonna, I'm going to try to give them <laughs> a shout out, like, hoo hoo. Um, uh, typical Gwen going ahead of us. Uh, do we go? She's hoo hoo hooing. Well, I mean, I guess we should probably stick together, right? I would, you know, some of us think that, but... Griggs, uh, what do you think could possibly grow in this kind of dirt? It's weird dirt. No, I'm, gonna, I'm actually, actually going to look at, at Gwyn now sitting on top of that statue, look at the statue itself and, and see the, the pickaxe, and I never, I never really took the elves for being the more industrious type. That's, I don't know what they were up to up here, honestly. As far as what could grow, there could be any number of minerals or, or even gemstones. I these have to be at least fertile soils in some some degree. Even though everything we've stepped in so far has been some terribleness, this is the most normal thing I've seen. How far across is this chasmish hole? This chasm is ginormous, about two hundred fifty to three hundred. All right, we should walk around it instead of trying to leap across. Yeah, that sounds like a safe plan. I'm I'm good with that walking around in this scenario. Kriggs, would you make would you make another intelligence check for me? Sure. I'd like to give him some extra help. Uh, that's a nat 20 <laughs> on my first roll. That's all you need, buddy. Wow. 
So yes. Not 20, because, well... Who's this guy? I have zero intelligence. Okay, well, as you approach this and you see the, you see the hole there and you see the kind of the way it's carved out, this is obvious to you. This is surface mining. This has been... That's how that's done. Pathways down and carve out the middle as you create these short tunnels going into, you know, the walls that you've made by carving down into the hole. So this is a full-on elven surface mine. That's what you've realized. I don't know that there's anything particularly too too deep in this land, but they've been... If you see the patterning of the actual path that they've created, they, they've been digging with intent, with intention. It's not strip mining. It's not going into the, the depths as dwarves are one to often do. This is... I don't know what they would be after here. Um, can I, with my dwarven eyes, see any indication, like, in the actual chasm? Um, any tools or any... Are there remnants of anything left behind? Obviously, they would have had to have moved these things, so maybe there's tracks or carts or any any veins or anything in the actual, like... Make a perception check. Sure. Right, 17 with my plus is not great. It's a hole. Not that great. Plus one. 18. Uh, yeah, I mean, there are... First of all, everything seems to be pretty tidy. Like, things were put away. It doesn't look like things are just thrown about, you know? But there are pickaxes on a couple racks just a short way down as you walk to approach that statue. You see the the pickaxes on a couple racks that are kind of up against the stone wall, and like in a perfect location to like grab as you head down the ramp, you know. And uh, but yeah, it, it's just a few things like that. Some some carts, like wheelbarrow kind of carts that you would pull things around, sort of stuff. Well, honestly, just from the the first, we could spend all day. I mean, I would love to. Honestly, at this point, we could spend all day digging and trying to discover what they were doing here, but I don't I don't see anything particularly in this chasm that would really indicate what their goal was. Uh, looking around, there are, there's other buildings here. There might have manifests. They might have surveys of the actual gems or minerals that they were trying to, to withdraw from these mines. Perhaps we could find a little bit more information there, but this is unusual for elves. Well, historically they're soft he laughs to himself <laughs> we can start right here at this first building I guess right as good as one as any I suppose yeah I mean if I if I look at the map it, it does I mean it shows a gem so I mean it doesn't seem like I mean if you have to trade then if you're in an area that has some gems regardless of being I guess huh? um, you know probably makes sense uh, I'm assuming that we've approached the statue at this point. Yes, you guys made your way up to the statue. That's where you're. Is there and any so writing? You walked past. You walked past a a couple buildings. You walked to a. Is there an intervern here? You, <laughs> as you look around, you definitely see um, a couple of. First of all, you pass a warehouse. This and it's an obvious warehouse. It's got two big doors. Looks like things can be pulled in and out of it. Uh, you've got this obvious temple right at the edge of this crevasse here. And the temple, you see this a small, or not small, but as you look into the doorway, you see this life-sized, normal person-sized statue of 
some kind of elf, it looks like. And then there's like a, no, a further temple space beyond it that's kind of turned the opposite direction. These, the, this is the kind of the most, the nicest, most ornate kind of looking building. And then you can continue up the ramp a little ways, turn a little corner, come up, and you come up to that statue. And just beyond that statue is a large rectangular building with a door, a normal sized door in the middle, made of the doors made of wood. The rest of the building's made of clay with blue slate clay tiles on the top. And uh, there's some words etched in Elvish across the top. Weird though, the Elvish word is is not easy to read even though it's you know it's elvish but it's not clear what it is right away i don't speak elvish i don't know what this says i only know the swear words um uh i i'll take a look at it and see if i can assess it yeah uh it looks you get the meaning of it because of just kind of it looks like there are words that maybe come from this word but it it's basically a place for gathering or a place for having a meal together. It seems kind of like um, I mean, it it's, it doesn't give me uh the the same understanding that I would, but it it's kind of like a family area. I don't like a a gathering place. Um, and and maybe more more of kind of like a festive. This is a place where you would you would dine or or eat and party like together. Is kind of what I'm gathering. I, I don't. It it seems I don't know. Something seems off. Sounds like you're describing a banquet hall almost. Kind of, and and I mean I guess that makes sense. We we did uh, the the last village had kind of a trading slash you know main area. Well, let's see what's behind door number four, and I'm going to just walk inside. You approach the door. When you do, it's 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 shut, but not. It doesn't lock. There's no mechanism. It just swings open when you push it. And inside, clay floor, clay walls, a couple of long windows, like almost floor to ceiling, but just barely four or five, five inch of wall above and below each window. It goes, it goes all the way down the wall, just window after window. And the back wall is uh, just tables lined, lining the back wall and with bowls and other plates, dishes, things like that on it. And uh, they're small, round tables. These are made of wood and chairs kind of strewn throughout. They look like they, they they were, some of them are kind of in like an orderly fashion, like set out nicely, but then some of them look like thoughtlessly kind of pulled together with the chairs surrounding two or three of these round tables, all for, like, like people wanted to sit all together, like multiple groups, and they pulled all their tables together. It doesn't really make sense in the room, but that's what they needed for time to eat. It's still kind of set that way. And you do see plates and bowls and some silverware, things like that, sitting around the, sitting around the, on the tables here and there. There's also a, on the back wall, a large banner hanging there. It's, it's a white banner. And in the middle of the banner is just a gemstone. You probably hear going outside just going, whoo-hoo. Uh, is there any sort of other rooms, or is it just one large room? It just looks like one large room. And there's no, like, shelves, containers, cupboards, anything like that anywhere? Yeah, the, the large table on the back, the large counter space area, looks like it has this, diff- this uh, sections of shelving beneath it, as well as 
sections with doors like cabinets beneath it that can open. I shall rummage it all. Uh, go ahead and make investigation checks as you look through there. Ooh, I love doing this. Make make three for me. Three investigation checks. So, and you for hear sure. out outside the walls. You hear, "Do it for me, Gwen." Yeah, that <laughs> first one is a nine. Did anyone else hear, "Do it for me, Gwen"? <laughs> uh, second one is a nineteen. <laughs> yes, master. <laughs> Sorry. And the third one is a twenty. <laughs> nice. Gradually growing. I'm never going to live that down. That's uh, my other end of the mic. <laughs> yeah, it is. For sure. Uh, so you said a, a nine, three, 19, a what, and a 20? Nine, 19, and a 20. So the first one you're looking through, and it looks mostly just like kind of rotted and dilapidated food garbage. As you look inside one, it's super cold, and you find a couple more veggies, like carrot-looking vegetables in it, and one with some other kind of vegetable that's got a strong smell, but they're all frozen. Again, and a couple of those little gemstones are in the bag, and they're, they seem to be keeping the vegetable frozen. So yeah, they're completely fine and untouched by any corruption at all. They're all frozen. And then as you dig, you continue to dig through and look at a couple more of these shelves. You do find on the shelving a small wooden box it's not super small just like the size of a loaf of a loaf of bread and then when you open it it's full of more of these peppercorns craigs come bring that bag we got some more food we can store i kind of gingerly kind of waltz in <laughs> just bring in the bag so you, Wait, you I don't craigs bag. oh yeah didn't i give it to you oh i almost used it to kill us <laughs> oh, I would have I would have definitely handed that to you after you got out because I would not have kept that bag on me because I'd gotcha. probably done the stupidest thing. So yeah, ever I got the I bag had. then. I come in okay. all just hop skipping and jumping. Yeah, and when you come in, Craigs, this looks very familiar to you. This is an obvious like worker camp canteen. It's it's similar to like the longhouse, you know, kind of that's kind of what the longhouse seemed to have been modeled after at at uh, Wild Hill. But it's this, everyone works together, families are here, we all just gather for meals together. I, uh, I guess I just bring the bag and like, whatever you gotta give me, peppercorns, whatever else. I give them the peppercorns and the carrots and whatever the other vegetable is. It's kind of like a radish, like a strong smell. Spicy. I take a oh. bite. Why is it spicy? <laughs> <laughs> it's also frozen. You might have chipped a tooth. Oh, it wouldn't be the first time. And I smile and there's like six chipped teeth. <laughs> oh, gosh. oh gosh oh no i don't know if mending will work on <laughs> yeah all right it doesn't seem that there's much else in here this is mostly just a a meeting place you know well it's very reminiscent of the longhouse if you look at it it's just a, a standard bunk cabin honestly where they they met here for meals and just the gathering after hours nothing too unusual doesn't tell us what this place is for or, or where the people went, you know? I just said this place was for eating. Were you not listening? Yes, I heard you. I'm interested in going to check out that church or temple, whatever it is. That sounds like no place I want to be. I'll go check another building. Well, you, you head that way. All right, I'll catch up with you. And I will head toward that temple. I'll follow you to the, the temple. Okay, so Gwen, as you're sitting on top of the statue, you see... Briggs and Davin both walk out of this building and just start walking down the trail. It's split, actually. Davin starts to head down towards the temple as 
Joxer follows him and you see Kriggs start to head off a different direction. Where are you headed, Kriggs? Um, looking on the map here, there's a row of buildings, one, two, three, four, blah, blah, blah. Which one did we just enter? Four. Uh, Temple is... Six and where was seven. that one? Seven? So Temple is a little bit together. down the way. Uh, Temple would be south for me. I'm going to go west to three and see what that is. Um, Gwendolyn's probably going to go towards these little camps and kind of hop on the ground a little bit. Just going... Hoo, hoo. And Camps are goes, what northeast of the the church. Yes. Yeah, they're just so, northeast, literally like the outskirts uh, of this area. Yeah, and, and it's literally like fifty steps from that. From my little statue, yeah. And I'm just gonna go in and out of the little tents, just going. Okay, so this owl, this giant owl, is peeking around through these tents. Uh, Briggs, we'll go with you next as the walk down to the temple's a little longer, so you get to see before they do what's going on. You are just about as far away from where you're headed as Gwyn was he's headed, and you approach this house. It's a, it's a or not house, this like this building that has like a porch on the front with railings around it, and uh, the the railings are made from wood, and there is there are a couple steps leading up to the middle where the railing is not there for you to walk in. And as you walk in, you see a small, a couple small uh, chairs there, and I mean small as in not large and, and impressive, just normal, just wooden chairs. Humble, yeah, humble chairs. The door is there, or the the doorway is there, and it arches at the top, but there is no door in it, and it doesn't look. There's no hinges or anything to make it look like it ever ever was. But when you walk inside, you see clay floor, clay walls, a couple of windows carved out of it. And you you look to the corner and you see in one corner to your right, you see a round table with a couple of chairs. And you, you also see uh, next to that a longer kind of desk-like table with a chair sitting in front of it. On the table, you see several, several different um, papers and books and things like that just kind of strewn about. It had been being worked on, but must, much of what's on the desk is stacked nicely, pretty organized. Um, and then you see three uh, are on the wall to your left, just under a window. You see a like a, a shelf-like thing that almost like a like a chest of drawers, actually. And, Not a Chester uh, drawer. No, a chest of drawers. Chester drawer. And, uh, there are four four drawers there, and on top of it, though, are um, three wooden displays of some kind it just looks like the wood kind of weaves in and out of each one each one's a little different the the organization of them are a little different and you see there are three gemstones an orange one a pink one and a green green one sitting so, on these displays so there's three different displays with gemstones sitting on top of them is that what you're saying each one has one gemstone on top yes yeah and that's kind of what this room looks like I want to rifle through the papers and see if there's anything that looks interesting that isn't just, you know, fiction or something of the lines. I want to look and see if there's anything that would indicate what we have here or what they were doing, um, manifests or uh, just plans, anything that looks interesting, honestly. Well, as you look through the paperwork, you definitely find a, a book that when you open it, you cannot cannot read the the writing it's all in 
elvish. Oh. Uh, but it is actually make a make a history check. Uh, twelve. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I need to check my plus because I actually might be good at this. I lied. Twelve. Actually, do it with advantage, though. Yeah. Eighteen. Because of your experience in mining and sort of stuff, you you definitely know like a log of what's been found, like a daily log of what's been found when you see one, no matter what language it's in, right? And so, so you see that's what this is, just from the way it's designed and organized. Like this guy, and in fact, you think maybe whoever did this may have learned from some dwarves how to keep track of this stuff because it's very well organized. And uh, you do notice a couple of a couple of etchings on there are like numbers, elven numbers that you recognize just from your time in that, you know, experiencing uh, that different culture a little bit, just seeing signs or them writing their own stuff. You can can start to pick up other languages, simple words. Exactly, exactly. Yes and And, no. And the numbers seem to be the most easy thing for you, you know, to, for anyone really to have picked up. Uh, You also see, you also see a, on the, on the, on top of the desk, to the right hand side, there is a a piece of parchment. It's it's a kind of small. It's mostly rolled up, but it is the most. It looks like it, it it's the most. It's the nicest piece piece of parchment, and it has actually these little wooden border things on the top and bottom of it, like as if to keep it from getting damaged and messed up. And next to it sits a little wooden tube, like it goes inside of there. This little okay. parchment, this parchment as well. Uh, I'm going to collect the 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 log at least, and that parchment. Uh, I'm going to collect them to kind of show the others, and kind of rifle through the drawers in the desk if there are drawers, and see if there's anything of use. Uh, nothing. I think I ain't looking for silly trinkets, but if there's something that actually looks like appealing, if something stands out. Okay, uh, make an investigation check as you look through the drawers and stuff. Uh, 18 again. Okay. So you see, uh, you do find like a cap, looks like, uh, like a wooden cap that looks like it would fit on that tube. Kind of close it off. I cap it. Uh, you also see two small vials full of some kind of dark, dark bluish liquid. I'm going to collect those as well. I'm going to make note of the fact that these gems are here. But not knowing what they are, knowing if there's any volatility involved, I know that there are some minerals and things that can be mined that have reactionary consequences if used or handled incorrectly. I'm going to leave them for now and uh, make note, and I will come back with others. And if we if we find anything that these could be of use, we'll definitely uh, keep an eye that they are in Building Three or this fun little house. And uh, I'll exit and start kind of heading over towards where the others would have been. There's not too much between me and, I guess, them at the the walk down that they've had down, so. You could walk down there in probably three, five minutes. So as you guys then, walk down, do what? I was just going to say, I noticed that Gwen's obviously not in the statue anymore, but I might see her poking around the camp. I just assume yeah, she'll be okay. she's very giant, and you can hear her little hoo-hoo. Yeah, that sound. Sorry, I should have had you do that. As you, uh, as you, and you can look over to the to the left and see where she is. As you walk straight down the the pathway a little ways to where that temple that you passed is, 
And as he's walking down there, as he's actually as he's searching that house, Davin and Joxer, you guys are are look are walking into the temple. You walk into the first spite, first little area. It's like a uh, like an entryway to this temple. And in the middle of this entryway, well, first of all, it's all made of clay, and it's not full walls. There are clay pillars all the way around that kind of hold the roof on top of this thing. This is a different roof than any of the others. It's a, it's a lot more like flat, that flat on the edges, and then comes to a very sharp lifted point in the middle, like sharp triangle. And in the, in the middle of this entryway space, you see a statue, and it's a statue of an elf. And he's standing in robes, some sort of like, it looks like wizard robes kind of to you. You've seen like mages and spellcasters dressed this way. He's got long, looks like long hair that the way it's carved, it looks like being blown by the wind. And so does his, so do his, his, his robes that he's wearing. He has two hands stretched out to the sides. One, uh, and they're, they're stretched out with his, his head looking upward, like he's looking up to the sky. And his face is, is kind of in a, a, a look. Uh, his eyes are closed. You can see that his eyes are closed. His mouth is open slightly, like in a, in a state of like receiving, like he's waiting to receive something. That's kind of the look that this statue has. And you see on the front of the statue, there's a, a one word carved in elvish um uh this definitely gives me some more religious temple vibes and then i'll try to read that little text okay make a history check as you look at that kind of strange elvish word that was okay the first one rolled off as a 15 and that is a 17 plus you said religion minus one 16 so you it's a name and the name, it's, I think you're, you're trying to think, it's something like Corella or Corello or Corelio or Corelio or something like that. It's hard to make, it's hard to remember exactly. You don't know if you've seen it before in Elvish like this, but it just sounding it out and kind of using your knowledge of the language. Something, it's some sort of name and you feel like it's like Corello or Corella or something similar to that. Um, uh, this, uh, can't decide if this is the deity or or maybe the the maybe the the preacher uh, coral coralon i i don't some something um i I guess it doesn't really matter at this point but i i just i can't quite something's weird with this text what do you mean there's something weird just it so uh maybe it's more i don't know archaic it it doesn't it doesn't have some of the, um, I don't know, updated uh, dialect or, or the expected. Um, I just something just doesn't quite fit whenever whenever I look at this. Like, and then I'll point at like what I think is like the C or K sound, and then I'll describe what I you know. It, it should look like this, but it, it's so close. I imagine it. It's probably. A, a K or a C, but I'm just, I just don't know. It, it's definitely older. So are you saying it's like maybe a different sort of dialect of Elvish 
or is it like like something that's so ancient that it's just changed over time? I'm I'm I would more gather that it it's more primitive. So uh, it's 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 changed uh, over. I've, man, I, I can't even think of how long it's been from what we've seen. I know nothing of a religion, and I know nothing of statues or, or the elves, for that matter. So I just have to trust that you're you're more knowledgeable than this than I am. So I, I suppose I trust what you're saying. Davin, yes. make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, that's an eight. I know who it is. Um... What? Doctor, if you give me a minute, I'm, I'm going to walk outside. You know, when I get, I'm going to check to make sure he didn't follow me. I'm going to just walk around the corner and say, what do you mean you don't know who this is? Are you wanting to listen or just talk? I don't like talking, but I'll listen. I served against him, only for a short time. Not him exactly, those under his command. Is who? Who's he? I don't know who he is, other than the protector of the elves. I, I don't know if I'd be watching, but I definitely would have tried to listen real hard. I, I don't Make think... Make a perception I, check. Oh, sh- snap. That was... Uh, so that is a 19 plus 1. 20. What's it? What do you mean you served against him like you were enemies? Only for a short skirmish. He wasn't there. Only those fighting on his behalf. Are you, like, on the same level as him? Like, who did you, who are you fighting for? I don't... What is going on? You should know. You met him shortly after you tricked me. I remember that, yes. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, um, we didn't really introduce ourselves. Make another wisdom saving throw. Mm, all right. Better, better, 17. You know mine. I know yours. What more is there to know? I don't know. You haven't really been speaking up lately, so I'm a little surprised that now it seems important for you to say something. When you hear of something, of your own unfinished business, you tend to speak up. So, are we in danger here? I don't know where here is. Well, you're not as helpful as I was hoping you would be. Listen, there's too much explaining to do, so why don't you keep quiet for now? Joxer, with your role that you made, you're seeing every time... You, you can kind of hear that Davin's talking, and every time he stops talking, it sounds like distant thunder somewhere rolling in the distance. And you're like, what? Storm or something? And then it then you realize, oh, it's happening every time Davin stops talking. Like weird white Until, noise, but like thunder, and then just, and then he speaks again. Yeah, and you can't really make out what he's saying. But then you hear the distant thunder. And it's it's not like, oh, it's coming from over there. It's like, it's there, and then the next time, it's, it's back here now. And just kind of very strange. Interesting. Um, I probably, after just hearing a little bit of it, would have tried to quietly walk back to the statue. Just uh, I, I was just trying to understand why he left. If he needed a private moment, then you need a private moment. I just, you know, making sure he wasn't going <laughs> to do something weird. Gotcha. And Davin, that's the last that you say or hear at that point. When you tell him to be quiet, you don't hear anything else from him. I undo my belt. And then I walk back in and I reattach my belt. And I say, sorry, man. Sometimes when you got to go, you got to go. Uh, yeah, I'm 
I don't know why you would have taken that direction, but I, did Gwen see you in that side? Or oh, I hope not. It was it was kind of messy. Uh, she's still over there doing her thing, just going. Because I don't think she's found anything yet, right, <laughs> Master? Who <laughs> farted? Booing and pooing. There's the name of the episode. <laughs> There's the episode well, of name booing and pooing. I'm to, I, I don't know. It's definitely Corel. Coral. I I just can't can't get. It's, it's whatever. It, that's Coral. What I've I've actually heard of it before. He's. It didn't. Well, I guess Coral. If I take this letter and. God, that's crude. That is crude. Ooh, they they really just slaughtered this language. Um, I just let's just go inside. Corlo. Uh, interesting. So they head inside. Gwendolyn, <laughs> as you are jumping around as a big owl, you could barely fit your head inside these openings of these. You have to bend way down, put your head inside the openings of these buildings. But not they're not fully buildings. They're like like tarp tents, most of them, with wood. And most of them are kind of have holes and they're kind of dilapidated by all this darkness that has kind of corrupted everything. And uh, as you look around and look through there, uh, you see that um, they are uh, several that seem to maybe have been protected by just slightly better building materials. There's some that have a little bit of clay and stuff on them on the bottom half of the main part of the home and then the fabric is up above that uh, make a perception check as you look around oh my gosh so i get advantage for perception and um i rolled two sixes oh no <laughs> plus five so 11 so as you look <laughs> around you see the the homes here are they all look almost temporary like like they could be moved somewhere else at any time. And then one of them, though, over nearest the tree line, you notice is a little nicer. And it's made from actual, most of it's actual clay with a cloth roof on top. And the dark goo that's kind of climbing around everything seems to only have climbed into the kind of cracks of this, of this clay and not actually broken through to like destroy the construction of this building. It is the only one that's a little nicer than the rest. Oh. Are you going to do you want to do anything to any of those places? Look in inside most of them or cuz sorry, my brain froze. It's okay. Cuz I was looking at spells. Um It's okay. So We've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all pretty much run down. There's just not really Is that what I just heard? Yeah, they're all run down except one looks like it is it is nicer with the walls kind of made from okay. this clay. Then I make my way towards that. I'm sorry. Okay, that's okay. So as you, it happens. If Sometimes for me, it's a monster, you know, stat sheets that I'm waiting for you guys to find. So you, <laughs> you walk up to the, this building. You're still this giant owl. Literally, the, your head is above the roof of this building as this huge owl. And uh, you poke your head inside. And as you do, uh, you can kind of look around and make another person, make an investigation check actually as the owl. This time. Or is investigations what intelligence based? Yes. So that's you, not the owl. Yes. Correct. Um, I rolled an 18 minus one. So 17. 
you look inside here and you see uh, a something hanging on the wall in the distance. It looks like some sort of map. Then you also see, as you continue to look around, you see a couple of rolled up, some sort of fabric or canvas items rolled up, stacked over in the side with a hammer leaning up against the wall next to them. And then you do see a small table with a little stool there. And sitting in front of it is a stone goblet with three gemstones set into the side. Mm -hmm. And uh, they are... Green, orange, and pink in that order around the side of the chart. Um, is there any writing on the map? As you try to go inside and look a little closer, yes, this map is fabric. It's stretched out and stuck to a thin, flat piece of stone. Uh, the map looks like the map you guys have of these surrounding villages, but there's a little mm -hmm. more detail on there with names for the villages. And the names seem to just describe the role they played in some like symbiotic relationship between these groups of elves. Oh. And that is the, that's what this map kind of displays hanging on the wall there. Uh, you hear Gwen go, hoo hoo, and she kind of turns her head to the side. And then um, she can read Elvish, like she can understand common Elvish and Sylvan. So I don't know if she can necessarily read them. Um, but she's going to hop up to the stool and then hop up onto the desk. Is there anything else on the desk besides the jeweled cup? There is the jeweled, just the jeweled cup, and oh. it's kind of stained with some sort of drink something. And uh, there are a couple of, there's like a little vial with a couple of quill pins sitting there, but that's it. Just the pins and ink and a, and a goblet. I take my owl face and I put it in the cup like a cat and I go, hoo hoo, as it echoes. What do I smell? It's Birds can smell, can't make they? A, yeah, man, sure. Yeah, okay. Make a perception check. They got little holes okay. on the top of their beaks, don't they? Most of them? Yeah. That's day nose. I don't know. Did That's you say perception? Nose. Yeah. Oh. oh my gosh, I rolled a 20. So 25. Thank God. Yeah, uh, yeah, you you smell this kind of strong fermented beverage smell of some kind, oh, like okay. real strong, like whatever was drank out of here was heavy duty stuff. Not to ruin the I moment, but just just because I was curious, and for the, the interesting fact, owls don't have a sense of smell. Really? No way. Yep, that's what it says. Uh, almost all of the dioneural birds of prey, like eagles, hawks, and so on, are the same. They have no sense of smell. Really? Today You're we welcome, know. kids. The You're welcome. You know. Knowledge. All right. So I stuck my <laughs> head in, and instead of smelling, I went, and I just took out my little, my little tongue. Birds have <laughs> tongues, right? Yeah. It shows yeah. me how much I know about birds. Okay. You're drunk. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you Perfect. can kind of taste a. Gwen knows that flavor. Very smelled that flavor as Gwen, and it is when Davin <laughs> makes a particularly strong brew that he doesn't really want anyone to drink. Davin, Davin's making no, not Davin Joxer. Literally looking at you, Mikey, on the video here, and said the wrong name, like my um, children. You see, the little owl pull its head out, and it's basically around its white face. There's just this dark smudge of the what I assume was wine. And she just kind of shakes and it doesn't come off. And then, whoo hoo. And then she turns back and she turns into Gwen. And she starts wiping her face as it smudges all over her. Ugh. 
tasted worse than Doxer's. Doxer's stuff at least has flavor. (sighs) And she picks up the cup and kind of holds it and sets it down, crawls off the table, and goes up to the map. And she kind of takes it off the wall carefully. I put it in your where you should be able to see it in Roll20. Clicking show to players. Did everybody get access? Yes. Only the ones that are in the journal? Yes. Journal. Oh. So on the map, I see these little... Are they vines? Uh, it looks, the pickers? It looks, the it looks more like uh, places where like there's elevation changes, like cliff walls. On. Oh. So yeah, you're seeing a little more a little more details on the terrain as well as the pathway and the names of these different village locations. Oh yeah, the names. Sorry. <laughs> I was too I was too into the nature of this. That's fine, Gwendolyn. The geography. How <laughs> very Gwendolyn of you. I know, right? Ah, oh, th- this might help. And so she rolls it up, goes back to the cup and grabs it and just looks at it kind of with disgust like oh and then she heads out grab it mm-hmm. all right so you guys head out of the you head out of the uh, that particular building there the and then camps Kriggs, you show up at the temple right about the time that david and joxer begin to walk past the statue you see what i explained to you uh, that the statue of Coralon and uh you walk past the statue as they are standing there in kind of the entryway looking into a small worship area. There are rugs on the ground, pretty dilapidated and kind of worn and gross on the clay floor. The walls are clay, but they seem to have been, they've been etched with kind of etchings and carvings and writings all all over the walls. And different points of them, you see like gemstones used. On some spaces, there's gemstones are used for eyes, and on some spaces, gemstones are used for a belt buckle or something, or they're just anywhere they could use one of these gemstones to kind of highlight something in this art that they've etched. They've got these gemstones here and there, all different colors, all different kinds. The color seems to match kind of the theme of what you're seeing, and some of it's like pictures and stuff, and some of it it's like writing, and the gemstone just like you know dots whatever letter is there, you know. Uh- as I hear Craig's enter in behind us, I say, Craig's, these gemstones, do you know what they are? I would like to investigate to see if I know what they are. Great. Make that check for me. Do I get advantage since I'm technically identifying rot? You rocks? do. This is your moment to shine. Dwarf Ooh, City, baby. Natural 20. Wow. Wow. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It was so, like a three before that. <laughs> nice. So yeah, these are... These are, <laughs> these gemstones, they, you can look at them and, and as you, they're all very different in color and like shape. And it's just like, they're very unique, all of them. And you actually can like put your fingernail in them and you kind of push and it kind of leaves an indention of your fingernail. They're like really soft gems for gemstones. Uh, it's very, very different. They... Yeah, they just kind of decorate this whole place. You've really never you've you've seen different colors, but they didn't all seem like like the different colors typically meant a different kind of stone. But these all seem like the same types of gemstone, but they just come in different varieties of colors, and they're softer than any gemstone you've ever seen. 
would I, I wouldn't have had any like terrestrial knowledge of these from any of my digs or anything like that. Like these are completely unique to this location. A hundred percent. Yes. Do I, do, is there anything similar that you could correlate them to? There are a few gems that you can get like, uh, like a softer white of this kind of gemstone versus the more like beige kind of tan color of the gemstone or like there's like black gemstones, but there's different phases of black that like the blackest are more valuable because they're the most rare, but nothing that is like green and orange, but the same everything else except that. Right. Honestly, I'm not, I'm not sure what these are, but they've adorned so many of the decorations with them. It's a softer gem than I've noticed. It's not, it's, it has to have unique properties we've not discovered yet. Um, I'm going to continue to walk around and look what else there is. Dav is going to continue to look around and see what he can find in this room. Go ahead and make, what, what are you looking for exactly? Anything specific you're looking for? I'm looking for a golden reliquy. Reliquary. Okay. I can't I'm going to Google that word. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, make I'll, a I'll I'll help you. Perception okay. check then. Um actually 17. So looking around this uh place, you you see the the etchings and the carvings and the in the walls around it seem to kind of start on the right-hand side and move towards the back of the room then around to the left. The outside of this of this building was very much a rectangle, but the inside of this is sort of like an oval shape. And you notice a couple doors to the back of, on the back of the building, one on each kind of side to the right and to the left. And then you, you see that the etchings kind of continue all the way around from one side to the other. And these rugs are set out kind of all the way around this oval shape where in the middle is just an empty space where a, a symbol of this, this like orb looking item it's like a it's an etched in but it's it's etched really nicely with shading and stuff like that to look like an orb in the middle of this of this room and those rugs those like prayer rugs are all around it kind of surrounding this thing in the middle and yeah that's kind of what it all looks like there's no nothing gold in here nothing looks like there's the of course gemstones all over the place you don't know how valuable they are or aren't i will say that Triggs knows the hardness of a gemstone increases its value or the softness typically decreases it, but this soft seems pretty rare. So I don't know. You don't know. Yes, for sure. There, there's nothing in here that gives us any insight to why or what they were worshiping, be, you know, besides Corlon. Corlon? Corlon? Corlon. The N um, is silent. Corlon? Yeah. Corlon. Kind of French sounding, um, maybe. Corlon. Yeah. Uh, so, like, there's nothing in here that maybe would lead to what he believed in or what type of, like, society this was, other than soft gem society. SGS. <laughs> you, that's, 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 so, yeah. The center is a, it's like a symbol, right? Yes, it's, it's definitely this circle around this, like, nicely carved and shaded, like, orb. It looks like, it almost... It's so nicely done, it almost looks like an actual orb on the ground, but it's definitely carved into this. Does anybody recognize this symbol? I mean, I'm sure it's his symbol, but does anybody know it personally? Try to make a check. Oh, yeah, you can make a history be... check. History. Oh, oh, what symbol? 
and Gwendolyn has found them. 19 minus 1, 18. Gwendolyn found you. When, when you walk in, you see this statue. And I want you to make a history check when you see the statue outside. I want you to make a history check. Got it. I, I rolled a 374. I rolled a 375. Uh... 14 plus, I don't even have Gwendolyn's sheet out, because I exited out. Don't do that. Oh my god. Uh, 2 plus 14, doesn't help me much. Uh, 16. 16? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His face looks familiar to you. face definitely looks, it rings a bell on this statue. Is it possible for me to just go up and touch the statue? I mean, yeah, you could definitely touch the statue. Right in front of you. Can't- can I, well, I mean, is it like my height or is it like... Yeah, it's the size of a of a normal elven person. Okay. A little taller than you, but like by a couple inches. Not crazy. <laughs> Who is this? And she goes and touches its cheek. Anything happen? When you touch its cheek... Does he come to life? Nothing Does happens. Does he combust? Nothing happens. <sighs> um, I kind of... I pull out Dale and kind of just put I don't even say anything to him. My hands are juggled. So I, I pull out Dale and I'm like, oh no. And I, I'm I'm juggling the map and the cup and I kinda uh-huh. drop the cup. Clang 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 clang. Oh, oh, oh no. You guys hear a clang clang outside behind you? I quickly turn oh. around. Yeah. Immediately try to save whatever cup is there. It's just uh, nature. I, I found some things I just can you get that? I will. And she points at the cup awkwardly. I will pick up the uh, the the cup, and I see <laughs> I see a green, orange, pink, right? Uh, which backwards is pink, orange, green, which is P O G. It pogs. Pogs is the answer. I solved it all. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Good Whoa, job. that's the end of the hired swords. Game over. Good job, everybody. <laughs> you solved my pogs puzzle. <laughs> got it. 90. You still got to get to flip over, though. That's true. Whoa, pogs flip now over. The, well, cup game, season cup three is over. called Slammer. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episodic installment of The Hired Swords. If you like the show, do us a favor and leave a review. If you really like the show, do us a favor and tell a friend about us. If you want to keep up with us, you can find us on all socials, basically, at The Hired Swords. Again, thank you so much for listening, and see you in the wilds.